Welcome to the Stylish Study Show. I'm your host, Ella Harmony, the founder of Stylish Study. This is the podcast for the students who want to achieve their dream grades, have a clear guide to success, and level up to live their best life. I myself went from being miserable with failing grades to reaching my full potential and getting A stars. Today, I'm here to share with you everything I learned along the way, so let's dive straight into this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Style Study Show. Today, we have Hayley talking all about UCAS and uni applications. Hello, Ella. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you very much for having me. So I've been working in education in, in the classroom for... Um, I think this is my 23rd year now. I've got a whole host of experience, but a lot of key stage five experience and particularly um, supporting, guiding um, and mentoring sixth form students through the UCAS process from before beginning, middle, end, afterwards, the, the whole process. So Haley has just finished up creating our amazing masterclass for August. It was all about how to find which you need to go to, everything that you need to know about the UCAS process, how to create the best personal statement and how to actually deal with results day and what to do on results day, whether a good or a bad result. So I myself have recently decided to go back to uni. I did actually apply to a brick uni first time round but now I am going a different route so I know myself how difficult it can be to know whether you want to go to uni so how can people decide and know within themselves whether uni is the right thing for them? Yeah I think you picked up on a a really key point there is about how how do you know within yourself Um, because this is um, a big decision and this is a commitment that you are making um, both time Um, and of course um, financially as well so it's do you need to go to university or do I want to go to university and I think there's there's two different kind of questions there um, on requires you to have a degree um, from a particular um, course if there's an alternative route and you just want to go to university for the experience um, the life experience the social experience you know, there's still going to be a time commitment and it's still going to be a financial commitment to you. Um, but your reasons for, for wanting for wanting to go um, are going to be different. So I would be really honest with yourself and think, you know, what what is it? What is the reason why I really do want to go to university? And of course, I'm just thinking about those expectations that we have from family members who would expect you to go maybe from the the school or the college that you're at and what they what they think do they expect you um, to go what about all your friends are they all doing that is that something they're doing so you think well I'm going to do the same the same thing um so I would re- be really conscious of thinking why do I want to go to university and do I need to go to university Obviously, I'm talking about university today, so I'm going to promote it. But just think about it, about those those potential alternatives. Just reminded me of um, a friend, saw um, the parents on, on Saturday and um, their daughter is going to do medicine and she's 26 and she applied first time round and she's got great grades 
Um, and she, yeah, she did get an offer, but she missed one of them by one by one grade. And I know I've put this in in, in the, the masterclass that I've recorded about that. So she went and did a, a different degree, something related to science, something related to medicine. Um, and then she went and worked again in the industry of medicine and she did a master's degree and eventually she's now at 26 she's she's going she's going to do to do medicine so she's an example of somebody who really really wanted to go to university but also she wants to be a doctor so she she needed she needed to go to university she wasn't being put under pressure from anyone else it was her own lifestyle choices so that's you know that's a good eight years that she's taken to to kind of get where she wants wants to be yeah definitely and I think that when you're at school it can be quite claustrophobic everyone feels that there's this one path and that you have to follow and there are those deadlines and you have to check box things and just do things for the sake not always the sake of doing them but do things in this particular order and I definitely felt I was kind of fell victim to that which when I ended up go like applying to uni and it just like wasn't for me I really was not excited to go I remember I told myself that I wasn't going to think about this was last year I was like I'm not going to think about going to uni until the 1st of August and then as soon as the 1st of August came around I remember it absolutely vividly I was downstairs I was at the kitchen table and I just burst out crying and my parents were like what was wrong and I was like I just don't feel like I want to go like I enjoy learning but I just didn't feel that actually uni was for me and then a whole 360 degree like transformation over a year and I've realized actually I don't think going to a brick uni is for me because of the things that I want to do and my ambitions but I actually now think that I still want to do the learning and I still want to do the degree so I found a different way for me that actually works and I do want to just say that the way that you are set up to go to uni at sick form isn't the be all and end all and there are people that go go to uni that are like 25 or 30s in their 40s it doesn't have to be this thing that you have to tick off these milestones one by one it can you can make your own path and you can still decide to go back or decide that maybe a different route is for you yeah absolutely absolutely and uh, and great that now for you ella that you feel more excited about it than you would have well you didn't feel excited at all but you're you know in your heart that this is the right place the right time the, the right course and you you've had a little bit of time to think about it and to find out a little bit more about who you are um and there's no expectation from anybody else so you can feel really strong in that conviction that you've made the right decision and I remember when I was at school there were like my best friend she was like I'm always going to go to this uni and I'm going to do this course and for me it was like I'm picking out every single uni I tried about three different courses I wrote my personal statement three different times for the three different courses I thought I might do and I was guided in different directions never by my parents they were always very supportive but it was by school and it was by that kind of external pressure of what you should and shouldn't do um so I think that no matter even people that have like fortunately like me who have really supportive parents it's not something that always is that like parental pressure it can be that sort of 
school pressure and even just the thought of the societal pressure as well can really get to you and if that is something that you are struggling with at the moment just know that that is pretty normal but at the same time you can do different things and sometimes by just experiencing different ways I know for myself the uni experience is not something that I want I don't want to live in halls and I don't want to have that going out drinking all the time obviously that's not what uni is always like but for me that is just like a no-no for me and like my personality but I really enjoy learning I really want to get a degree and I really that's the part that I like so I've chosen a different route slightly untraditional but still going to be exactly the same thing in the end and that I think we need to equal the playing field in terms of that thinking that because someone's doing something slightly differently doesn't mean that it's wrong doesn't mean that you can't get to exactly the same place it is just a different way of doing things you you picked up on a couple of points there about how society can put pressure on on young people in a whole host of ways but of course we're talking about university and there's often this this belief that because all of your peers are going to university that everybody is going to university when actually that's not necessarily um the case um you know there you go you know you've you've just given um, an example there about how you know you don't have to go to university straight away um, and of course you don't you don't have to go to university um, at all but we're here to talk about university (laughs) (laughs) and promote it and particularly for those people uh, you know who are saying yeah this is this is it this is for me this is what I this is what I I I want to do and of course there are loads and loads of fabulous things about going to university you know either in a, in a non-traditional way that you're referring to but but also this opportunity to live away from home for the first time for many people um to kind of feel a sense of control of, of your own destiny and uh, to study something that you're really really interested in and you can really niche down. Um, also to kind of enjoy living in a different place, if that's for you. Maybe, you know, if you're studying abroad or you want to go in and study in the in the city and you're from the country or, or, or vice versa. Um, and all those extracurricular things that you can do if you go to um, a university away from home. Um, loads of opportunities there to meet new and different people and uh, yeah just experience life so there's lots of there's lots of, of good things about going to university as well yeah definitely so for people that are going through the process now how can they decide which uni is for them and which course they really want to study it's a kind of a two a two-pronged approach is it the course that's important or is it the university that's important? And I would say both are of equal um, stature. Um, so you might have an idea, I really want to study at that particular institution, but they don't deliver the course that you want or they don't deliver the course that you, in the way that you, that you, that you want. Um, so you've, you've kind of got to find perhaps a compromise at times. What is, what is the most important thing um, for me? Um, of course, you're going to be able to go online. You're going to be able to have a look um, 
all of the details of the courses and there'll be things on YouTube, but there's nothing beats going for a visit, an open day and having a look around and um, speaking to the, the students who are, who are already there um, and, and also perhaps not necessarily speaking to them, but just feeling what's it like? Do I like it here? Do I like the course? Do I like the, do I like the buildings? Do I like the location? Um, and speak to as many people um, as as you can. Most most sixth form colleges and schools will give you a set number of days to take off. Uh, it won't affect your attendance record to go and visit these open days. Um, and you know, I've I've known in the past that there's been an open day nearly every week for for uh, different colleges. So you couldn't go every week. They might give you three, perhaps four. Um, and, and also you will often find universities coming into schools as well um, and delivering talks either after school or during a lunchtime or maybe through a careers afternoon. Um, so again, that's another great way to kind of find out, ask those questions. Is this, is this the right course? Is this the right the right place um, for me. Um, I think as well it's, it starts, the whole process starts a good few years before you, um, you, you apply. So if there are any, any students here who are in kind of year, year 11, um, you might think this is, this is ages away, why am I thinking about this now? But actually for your personal statement, um, you need to start thinking about this and actually just for yourself just to kind of get the feeling is this what I want is this where I want to go you know take a day trip out to that particular city or town or wherever it is you know in in the summer holidays just to get a a feel for it and you, you know you know you'll you'll kind of get a, a greater sense about this is this is what I want to do this is how this is what feels right um and actually this is this is the course for me, you know, unless you're choosing something really, really niche and you've only got like two options. And in your masterclass, I loved how it was so, so, so in depth with this and on the worksheet as well, everything that you need to like really help you decide and things to take into consideration that I'm sure not many people would have. And again, like you said, this is something to be thinking of whether not just for the people that are in year 12, that are in year 13, that it's immediately coming up to people that are thinking about uni maybe like you said that like you're in sort of year 10 year 11 and you're like that is definitely something that I want to do in the future even if it's just a maybe getting those things together for your personal statement honestly from someone that has written a personal statement before please get as much as you can down for that whether it is super related to the course that you want to take or whether it's just something that has transferable skills anything will help you and I promise it will save you so much time faffing around you will be so 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 grateful that you took that time absolutely and in my experience the personal statement um, and, and mentoring students through that is the hardest the hardest part start now <laughs> Where, yeah. wherever you are just start now and even if you've got things that you can't use at least you can say um, that's not relevant that's not relevant better to be that way than the other way where you are like I've got nothing to write I don't know definitely and I know that people have sort of 
been scraping the barrel before of like what can I write down but honestly yeah like you said the earlier the better the more prepared you can be and it is kind of that big like tough thing to go through it's definitely possible and you'll definitely be fine but it is one of those things that if you take one piece of advice please start getting some volunteering some experience for your personal statement because trust me you will feel so much better that you have it so for people that are thinking about applying they're just about to maybe go through the application process or maybe in the next couple of years what are the first kind of steps to completing your application what should they be looking out for and yeah what are kind of the first sort of steps to completing and going to uni there's almost some some pre-steps that you need you need you need to have a lot of information about um you who you are where you live um what your um ethnicity is um and and you'll also need to have all of your exam results your your gcses your as your a levels your btechs whatever whatever it is um with all of the details you know the, the grades the the exam board the year that it was awarded um so you're kind of gathering together um, a lot of administration um, information and then when it comes to the application process again at some point you're going to have to make a decision and say I want to go to that institution and I want to do that course so again you'll you'll need all of all of that now up to a certain point until you press submit you can change your mind on that but all the other information you know your name your address exam results etc etc you, you that won't change that won't change so that can take quite a long time to kind of get together if you're not going to do anything else just do that first and then that's and then that's done and then your application as it's completed online it will be saved so you know that you won't have to start again start from the beginning but then yeah you won't then you'll need you'll need to have your your the institution the course the course code um, and be able to kind of complete um, all of that. So that's why there's a lot of kind of preparation beforehand. Where do I want to go? What are these open days like? Do I want to go? You know, that's that's all the kind of the difficult bit really to get you to that point where you're you're ready to kind of submit your your application. And I think as well is about set some time aside. You know, every every week to do something, to do something, whether that's right. Today I'm gonna to do all of the, the name, the address, the exam results, etc. Right, this week I'm going to go and research this course and I'm going to find out about what it's like living at that in that city. Do something every single week so that you're not reaching that point where you're so overwhelmed. I've got to do this and I don't know where I'm going and I don't know what's the right thing to do. And you end up, panicking, I don't know, making a mistake, making a wrong decision. And also there's a good chance that if you are applying to university, you've got other pressures going on as well with your exams. So you don't want to give yourself any more stress. So set some time aside. I, I always advise my students, you know, this is whether it's 
half an hour, 15 minutes, a regular slot every week. All of those things that you covered, you covered all of that inside your masterclass. So if anyone is like, oh my goodness, now there are so many things that I didn't even know that I needed to know, that is all inside there. There's even like a checkbox list type thing inside the workbook as well that you can download. I would also say have a look into student finance and not the tuition side, but the actual um, maintenance loan that you can get because I know so many people are actually caught out with this, I myself included. Um, it is based off of your parents' income and there are so many different kind of caveats that go into it, but it's definitely something to not think that your student loan will cover everything and definitely to be prepared to have to actually put in some money and obviously the longer that you can save up for things um the longer that you can have that time to prepare the less of a shock it's going to be so if you are thinking about going to uni obviously it's for your education and it's for a good cause and it's something to really invest in but also know at the same time that it is going to be an investment and not everything all the time is going to be covered by your student loan even if you think that maybe your income isn't like you're not super rich um it doesn't mean that your student loan is going to cover any everything and that is definitely something that i feel a lot of people do get caught out by and something that you're like oh i've only got a couple of months until i actually go to uni how am i going to save this money to actually pay for food um so so if you are someone that is kind of thinking that your student loan is going to cover everything, just have a double check before. Um, I think if you go onto the Gov website, you can just look at all the different um, sort of thresholds for how much money. Um, and obviously, if you're going to a London based uni, then you get a different amount of money. So everything like that all affects things. And yes, the UCAS part is super, super, super important. But knowing that you have enough money for food <laughs> is equally going to be as important. So having a look for that. And I think at some point I did talk about that in my masterclass about, you know, your transportation costs, that if you are, um, for example, you've decided you're going to live at home, so I'm, I've not got any um, additional accommodation fees, but then you've got to travel 20 miles a day to get to university, we've still got to factor that in, and, and yeah, your, your accommodation, and that could be you know like you're saying part of the process you just you just reminded me that when I went when I went to university and I paid my hall fees because I lived in halls and and I was left uh, for the first term with 38 pence after and I was like oh 38 pence what shall I buy with that um so um but I I knew I, I knew that, that that was going to happen, but it was it was something that I've never forgotten that 38 pence when they just handed that huge amount of money over. Um, and I knew that I was I was in catered hall, so I knew I was going to be fed and I knew I had somewhere to live and I knew that my room was going to be cleaned um, and there was security and all of those and all of those things. But I still needed to um, buy books, I still needed stationery. I still needed ladies' products. Yeah. I still, I still needed some transport costs. Um, and, you know, I wasn't going to sit in my room for the next three years. I wanted to go out as well. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it's, all, it's, all of, it's all of that. It isn't just, you know, like, oh, brilliant, I've got my whole fees paid for. You know, you've got, you've got other things that you have to pay for. Yeah, I think just being prepared is probably like the number one thing that we're saying, like the overarching theme be prepared, do your research, and do it ahead of time so that you're not just scrambling at the last minute.
the more you the more you find out then the easier it will be so what would you say to anyone who is going through the process right now what is maybe one or two things that they can do to either feel a bit less stressed or just help them go through the process easily so i'll come back to what i said earlier about you know taking some time out every week um but sticking to deadlines um and again i'm talking this from a, a teacher's point of view that if if your teacher, your UCAS mentor or, or the school overall has set a deadline, um, we would like the first draft of your personal statement by this point. Please make sure that you've done that. And of course, if there are any problems, you speak to people in advance. You know, we're talking again about planning. If, you, if, if you're being asked to do a task, which is go and do some research and find out five universities you might be interested in, um, and then you go, I've absolutely no idea. Don't wait until that meeting. Go and speak to somebody, um, you know, ideally your UCAS mentor, but if not, you know, there'll be your form tutor, your head of year, careers guidance, parents, whoever. Speak to someone about it. There will always be somebody um, who, who can help you. Keep to those deadlines. Keep people informed and ask for help as many times as, as you need to and, and, and want to, because the school, the college, they're there to support you. Um, seriously, no one's going to say to you, don't ask me any more questions or, you know, I haven't got any more time for you. Um, they're, they're not, they won't be happy if you've not done what they want, given that deadline. But, you know, if you're sticking to those deadlines and you're being proactive, then that help is is always going to be there for you. So take advantage of it. Yeah, definitely. And I think that this is something that although you do get supported by your college or your school or wherever you are, um, it is something that is kind of a real process, like one of the first processes in your life, I think, where you really have to take initiative, where you really are in full control, where it really is down to you to make sure that things in the forms are correct, to make sure that you hit those deadlines to hand those things in. Because at the end of the day, it's not just going to be a detention from a teacher, it's going to be, okay, you're going to have to wait until next year to actually apply. So it is something to make sure that you are on top of and make sure that you are going through the process as people suggest because they are like we said there to support you they're they're helping you but this really is something that if you take initiative you are going to go ahead leaps and bounds because at the end of the day this is by you for you and no one else is really going to feel it except you so making sure that you are putting in your best foot forward and yeah just making yourself um, in the best position possible yeah absolutely absolutely amazing thank you so much for being on the podcast today Haley, and thank you again for your amazing masterclass which people can go and check out right right now if you go to stylestudy.com forward slash join membership if you're not already a member you can sign in straight away and access all of Haley's masterclass with the worksheet as well and you can always access support from the forum whenever you need it so if any if anybody wants to go check you out where can they find you i've got a, a facebook um group that is, is mainly for teachers but more than happy to to, to uh to, to see you guys there smsc and personal development um which is something that i'm responsible for in schools but i do have um 
a website which is hayleymcdonald.com so you can you can get in touch with me via via that amazing i will link all those things below and i'll catch you next week with a brand new episode of the style study show Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think by leaving us a review. And for more fun, make sure you follow us on our socials at stylishstudy underscore and head to stylishstudy.com forward slash free dash ebook. That's stylishstudy.com forward slash free dash ebook for your free guide to grade boosting success. Catch you next week.